0: Welcome to this special edition of the MDS podcast. Today, McKelly and I are going to speak to a number of experts in the field of movement disorders on everything from dystonia to education to Huntington's disease and non-motor symptoms about some of the things that they found particularly exciting at the Movement Disorder Society Congress this year and what's going on behind the scenes at the Movement Disorder Society as well as what they're interested in looking towards the future in movement disorders. Now we're going to be talking with Dr. Catherine Lefaver, Associate Professor of Neurology at Northwestern University and the chair of the Functional Movement Disorder Study Group here at the MDS. She's going to talk to us about some of the exciting and new things that are happening in the world of functional movement disorders.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this is definitely an exciting meeting for for functional movement disorders. This is the first year where we're having our own poster section, Uh, so we're very excited about that. And uh, yeah, just seeing lots of interesting research coming in. So just to give some examples, the uh, group with Mark Hallett and uh, uh, NIH is presenting some genetic data on functional movement disorders. So they specifically looked at uh, single nucleotide polymorphisms at the level of stress related genes and correlated that with um, FMD phenotypes and childhood trauma and found a polymorphism in uh, treptophan hydroxyphalase 2 gene which was um, associated with earlier age of onset of FMD and increased uh, disability and severity. So we're kind of really uh, seeing a shift in the field from looking at only psychologic factors underlying these diseases to looking at a more broader biological model, biopsychosocial model Model is what we're what we're trying to elucidate, and really looking at a a variety of uh, factors underlying these disorders.
0: Great. Well, that parallels uh, the field of psychiatry as well. Really, you know, calling these disorders non-organic has stopped being correct since we're seeing these genetic things and neuroimaging changes and all kinds of biological factors, as you mentioned. Very cool. What do you think is on the horizon for functional movement disorders?
1: So um, lots of things going on in our FMD study group. We had a productive meeting this morning. So one of the projects we're looking at is is really um, establishing a registry to have um, really more data at uh, uh, you know what are the risk factors? What is the age of onset? What are um, you know other contributing things that could be modified? So our uh, long-term goal is really to develop a bio-depository, looking at genetic, at psychometric, at environmental factors that really determine disease onset and then also response to treatment. So we're going to piloting a first phase of this registry at three sites within the U.S and then hopefully looking for funding opportunities to be able to roll this out at additional centers. Other things we presented here at the meeting uh, was our MDS-FMD member survey. So we did this last year looking at attitudes, perceptions, and treatment practices in members around the world, MDS members, and compared that to a previous survey that was done 10 years ago and saw some differences but also um, lots of remaining pervasive issues. For example, one of the problems was that we've seen close to 30% of members um, indicated that they do not like very much, or not at all, (laughs) taking care of patients with FMD. So that was actually, you know, so just highlighting that there's a high stigma among neurologists and actually taking care of patients. And I think, fortunately, with lots of education, John Stone has been really kind of a trailblazer on multiple channels and also avenues to really educating neurologists better about these disorders. And and I think uh, we have seen some important shifts. So many members now are more comfortable making the diagnosis based on positive signs and also educate the patients better about the disease, showing them how the diagnosis was made, demonstrating positive signs, uh, and really stressing that it is a treatable condition. With, unfortunately, a, a lot of remaining Challenges in terms of access to treatment. Great.
0: It sounds like you and others are really spearheading a very important effort to change the way that movement disorders specialists approach these patients and view these patients. Uh, extremely important work. Is there anything else you want to share with us?
1: Yeah. So I think I just want to stress that these are indeed extremely a high percentage of patients we see in neurology in general and some movement disorders. And this is really a patient group that has been neglected. And although we have an idea now that uh, some treatments can be working, such as multidisciplinary interventions, physical therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, we still don't really know how to best stratify patients. And one of the um, other challenges of uh, that we've kind of learned more over the the past years is that the motor symptoms can often be easier to treat compared to some of the other additional associated symptoms, such as depression, fatigue, and uh, pain. So there were actually two other posters presented here by the group in Neverlands, uh, another study looking at, uh, here from uh, Rush in Chicago, looking at long-term outcomes from one was a multidisciplinary program, the other one was actually a botulinum toxin injection study, And uh, the the bottom line was like, although some of the motor symptoms had improved in the long term for many patients, uh, there was still a lot of disease burden, mostly driven by fatigue, pain, depression. So there's certainly lots of treatment challenges that still remain. So... I guess my bottom line is it's a really important and interesting field where a lot of progress uh, can still be made. And I really encourage people to get engaged and and make a difference for these patients. Great. We really
0: appreciate you sharing your perspective with us today. Thank you for being with us.